joining us now. He is the former commissioner of the LPGA, and he's an author of the book, Arnie and Jack, Stories of My Long Friendship with Two Remarkable Men. Charlie Meacham joins us. Charlie, welcome into the golf shop. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon, Charlie. <laughs> so I'm still asleep. <laughs> my, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, so, uh, you know, I'm sure there's absolutely no great stories with Arnie and Jack. Nah, I mean, I be. mean, those two guys, I mean, they, they were just... <laughs> oh, they it were was serviceable. Job to find yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they were serviceable PGA Tour players. You know, they got got <laughs> along with the fans. Had a few people supporting them. Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I have not had a chance to read this book, but I mean, I'm, I'm. It was probably hard to figure out what to put in the book. It's going to be hard to talk to yeah. you for only 15 minutes, too, or 12 minutes, or something like that, too, Charlie. It 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 was, except that uh, these are stories that probably, although I've told other people in the past, but. These were stories that only I knew about and know about. So in that sense, uh, they were uh, special. And I still had trouble sorting out the ones I really wanted to put in the book. Mm -hmm. Well, give us a taste, Charlie. Give us just a, a little, you know, a little taste of what we might be looking at here. Uh, there are stories that are funny. Yeah. There are stories that are uh, solemn, mm -hmm. stories that uh, are uh, revealing. I think so. I uh, let me let me pick one that my friends friends find uh, perhaps one of the best. Okay. Uh, when I spent ten years sharing an office with Arnie mm -hmm. at Bay Hill after my LPGA days. I, I had been a friend of Jack Nicholas for, God, 50 years. Wow. So I would, every six weeks or so, I would drive down I-95 from Bay Hill and, and go to, uh, to, a law, or to North Palm and meet with Jack. Right. Just to visit. So one day I said to Arnie, I'm going to be seeing Jack tomorrow. And he said, well, give him, give him my best. So the next day I said, uh, Jack... Arnie sends his best, and he said, uh, oh, good, how's he doing? And I said, uh, you know, Jack, he's just doing fine. And uh, uh, Arnie said, uh, or Jack said, uh, well, Charlie, does he still play golf every day? And I said, well, yeah, hard as it may be to imagine, he does. He's either on the, the range or the shootout at Bay Hill or in a tournament. And Jack just sort of shook his head. So the next day, I'm back at Bay Hill, and I said, uh, had a nice visit with Jack, and he sends his best. And Arnie said, uh, good, how's he doing? I said, oh, he's doing swell. And he said, uh, Charlie, is he, is he playing much golf? And I said, Arnie, I don't think he is. He plays a little, but he, he doesn't, doesn't play very much. And Arnie just kind of shook his head and looked at me totally seriously and said, well, then, Charlie, what the hell does he do all day long? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that I thought yeah. was a wonderfully revealing story, and a and a funny story because it says a lot about the two guys. Yeah, totally different, really. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it, to me, it's always interesting because as as much as they were both fan favorites, they were completely different. I mean, Jack was kind of the the guy that just went out and handled his business, and Arnie was the yeah. one that played to the fans. Um, and you That's could right. even go as far as saying because you know, and, and I've watched some old. 
you know, major championships. And, and the word I always heard about Jack was that Jack was very deliberate. You know, we'd, we'd call that slow now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Arnie just seemed to kind of get up and, and rip it more, you know, grip it and rip it more John Daly style. So it was always fun to yeah. see the, the dynamic between the two of them and, and the greatness that came from two different methodologies. They, they, were, they were very similar in many ways in terms of their uh, belief in, uh, in the game and the, the honor and the integrity that they felt the game deserved. But certainly, my, my feeling has always been, guys, that um, Jack played golf for the competitive fire mm-hmm. that it created in him. Right. Arnie played golf because he just plain loved to play golf. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that probably explains more than anything I can think of the story I just told you. Because when Jack knew that he was no longer competitive, he didn't play as much. Right. With Arnie, it didn't matter. Um, obviously, he wanted to play well, but it, if he if he didn't play well, it, it didn't stop him from going out the next day. And and you know, pre Phil sticking his foot in his mouth, I, I kind of got the sense that it was kind of that way with Phil and Tiger. That Phil would kind of play because of the fans, but Tiger wouldn't yeah. play because he couldn't win. That's right. That's exactly right. It's totally different. Um, and Jack, uh, but but Jack. From from that, Jack sort of got a bad rap, I he think, did. from a lot of people in the early days because yep. they they thought he was remote and cold. And the fact is, uh, I spent a lot of time with him over the years in his in his house, and it was in, in down in Lost Tree, and uh, it was always filled with grandkids, and they were all over him, and they loved him, and uh, he and Barb had a, a great marriage, so. Uh, uh, but when he got on the golf course, it was another another it business. It was all business. That's right. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I'm old enough to remember all that. And I'll tell you what, um, the one thing you can't take away from either one of them is they were absolute gentlemen on the golf course in, in, in a competitive way. It was They were just – Well, since you're old enough to remember, the <laughs> early days when yeah. Jack challenged the king, um, Arnie's army, at least a good part of it, pretty ugly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, – you know, fat Jack and miss that lousy shot Jack and all that. And Jack always said to me, you know, Charlie, I never had any trouble with Arnie. My trouble was with Arnie's army. Right. And uh, Arnie always never encouraged it in any way. Right. And I think that was probably a large part of the basis for their longtime friendship is they both respected how the other handled that really, really mm-hmm. difficult, ugly time. Yeah, I mean, it didn't help that he wanted Oakmont. The Jack wanted Oakmont in Arnie's, oh, <laughs> Arnie's right, backyard. That, that didn't God. hurt. That didn't that help him at all. Didn't right? make it much easier. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're talking to the former commissioner of the LPGA and author, and uh, I mean, not just author. I mean, this is your your third book. You do podcasts, uh, Charlie Meacham. Uh, you're kind of uh, doing a little bit of everything still these days. Well, when I uh, when my uh, uh, ten years with Arnie. Uh, came to a close, um, I began, because uh, I've always been active, and I began to think about what can I do to stay active. And so writing writing a couple of books and uh, podcasts and so on has really been really been a lot of fun. It's kind of one I'm of the... a great believer, fellas, in you've got to keep your mind uh, en- uh, Absolutely. exercised yes. in the same way that you keep your body exercised. Yep. And uh, I've always believed strongly in that. Yeah, I was going to say that it just it it just seemed like something to do, right? I mean, it's uh, 
if, sure. it, it, you know, otherwise you're just sitting around, you know, watching TV and doing nothing. And, uh, and, and obviously that's not the way to go about things. Well, and I, I've been, I've really been blessed to have a, an exciting life and with a lot of very interesting friends and people. And I thought, uh, why not share some of that with uh, others? Well, where can people get the book? Well, it will not be available probably until uh, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, probably until about the third week of April. But uh, if somebody wanted to pre-order, they could uh, go on my website, which is just charliemeacham.com, uh, and you could pre-order that way. Okay. All right, so uh, it, it, were there... Were there a bunch of stories that didn't make it into the book? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was. Uh, oh yes, yeah. But these are these are the best. Um, I'll give you another one, unless our time is no, limited. No, no, that's, that's what I was looking for. We're good. <laughs> okay. Uh, Arnie built a restaurant. I live in Laquita, uh, California, and he built a restaurant about five minutes from where we live. He and I are neighbors here, and. Uh, one day, Nicholas called me. He was in town, and uh, he said, Charlie, let's go to dinner. And I said, uh, Swell, where'd you like to go? And he said, Well, uh, what's your favorite? And I said, Well, we could we go to Arnie's restaurant if you can stand bad food. And he, said, <laughs> he said, No, no, I'd love to go there. So I called Arnie, and he didn't know Jack was in town, and so uh, we we went. And the three the three of us had a drink. And with, I think our wives maybe accompanied us as well. And then uh, uh, Arnie said, let me show you around. Well, I wish somebody could have filmed it because <laughs> here are these two guys walking through this crowded restaurant. People were falling off their chairs. They're <laughs> dropping, dropping their plates and their silverware. It was just a riot because here you are out for a pleasant, quiet evening, and you look up and you see – Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, arm in arm, walking around the restaurant. That was one of the funniest memories. That's fantastic. And I'm sure the two of them took a lot of time to speak to people and do all that stuff. Oh, and everybody took a picture. Everybody took a picture, and they signed every autograph uh, that there ever was. Um, And uh, another thing uh, that people I know find interesting, one night Arnie and I were in the members' lounge at Bay Hill, just two of us, late night, and uh, his first wife had died when he had passed away, and so we were just sort of talking about life, and uh, I always remember this. I don't, I don't think I put this in the book, but uh, it's, a, it's a classic memory for me. Arnie said, you know, Charlie, I, uh, I don't have, I, I don't do well being alone. I, I really need people, and I said, uh, Arnie, that's fascinating because people need you, mm-hmm. and you are their oxygen, and they are your oxygen. Right. And I always sort of thought that that was, had a lot to do with Arnie's personality and the way he conducted himself. Is He really needed people. Uh, he, they were his oxygen just as he was theirs. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Well, man, I tell you what, we really appreciate you spending some time with us and talking about this book, and we can't wait for it to come out uh, in a few weeks. Good. It'll, it'll be on Barnes and Noble and uh, uh, on, and on Amazon late in the month. But people can pre-order by going to charliemeacham.com. That's what I'm going to do. Well, thanks a lot, good. Charlie. Uh, we appreciate the time. Have a good one. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Charlie. you.